0: Everybody. you're listening to What Now? Conversations for Life. I am Jonathan Bass and I'm joined here by Brother Jake Easter. And we're just sitting here getting cracked up on what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And uh, so last week... We talked about some uh, stuff having to do with personal soul winning. We hope that was a help. And uh, this week we're going to answer or talk about some more questions that you have sent in to us. And we're going to be talking about the church today, a couple different things uh, involving church. And I'll be honest with you, some that... Um, i just ain't no good in but uh but we're gonna talk about them anyways and we'll figure out we'll figure it out by the end we'll probably have some laughs and um it'll be a good episode i promise but um hope everybody's having a great day brother jake you doing all
1: right today doing good yeah it's a joy good. to be back and i'm excited about today's uh topics and I'm like you. I, I feel like, uh, of course, every every ministry, every church, we have our strengths and, and our weaknesses. Oh, yeah. And one of the ways we learn is by, um, you know, understanding if there's an area that we are, you know, maybe, uh, I don't know if insufficient would be the right word or just... Just weekend, I guess week would be week. Sounds more. That's right. Sounds better than insufficient. In, insufficient. Yeah. That's just harsh. I shouldn't it's have just, said that. But it's just but saying anyway, you are no good at not, all in that area. Right. So, yeah. but anyway, um, you know, we learn. We learn, and these conversations help us. Uh, we, we've been uh, discussing a lot of things even prior to coming on today, and it's always beneficial. And that, that's what we hope with the podcast. You know, these conversations right. for life. We we hope that they are an encouragement and not just an encouragement, but somewhat educational as well. So, That's right. Uh, but today, our topic, go ahead and share our topic today.
0: <laughs> well, it's one of them. Sometimes we get questions in, and, and Brother Jonathan will go over them, or Brother Jake will go over them, and I'll just look at them and say, I don't know a thing about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yet yeah, people are asking for advice, you yeah. know, and I'm like, you know, I, I tell people at church, I was like, I, I really have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just trying to be, I, I try to be prayed up. I try to read, you know, know the, know the scripture, be prayed up and let God take care of the rest of it. Cause I do not know what I'm doing. And, uh, some people may be turned off by that, but that's just how it is, like yeah. it or not. But uh, uh, truth of the matter is the Bible does tell us that uh, uh, He's the vine, we're the branch, and without Him, right. we can do nothing. And I take that to heart. I it's really in do. our
1: weakness that He's made yeah. strong. That's exactly totally right. totally right. dependent upon Him.
0: So that's what I'm hoping today as we talk about a couple of these weaknesses of mine. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Lord will be made strong in them. But no, we're going to talk about a few things in church. Uh, some, some people have reached out to us and asked us how, uh, how to make people feel welcome at church or how to make visitors feel more welcome at church. And then, uh, what was the, what was the other one? Follow up, follow up. Oh yeah. How to follow up with visitors. See, I I'm so horrible at that one that I don't forgot what it was. So anyways, no, I'm just picking, but, um, I am bad at it, but Jake, we we were laughing about that before we hit record here. But uh, yeah. uh, I told him there was another reason, not the one that sounds horrible. <laughs> no, anyway, <laughs> and I'll just uh, keep that one right there. Or we'll keep some secrets from our visitors. I almost said, I said visitors. Anyways, our listeners is what I meant. Yeah. But no, uh, we're going to talk about those two things and how, how do you make people feel welcome in church? And, you know, I'll start off by just saying church ought to. And, and please understand what I'm saying. I know. Uh, I've always I've heard the whole, you know, if a sinner comes in your church and they're comfortable, then you're not doing what you're supposed to do. But I get that. But at the same time, um, I, I'm going to say what I'm what I'm going to say. Church should be a place that people do want to come to. They do want to feel welcome when they come in the doors. Um Especially a visitor, if i have never been there before. I mean, how would you like it if you walked in the doors and everybody just gave you a mean look and just didn't talk to you and didn't have nothing to do with you? And sad to say, there's churches around like that. And uh, I've been, um, I've actually been the uh, visiting preacher in churches before and got treated that to- <laughs> way.
1: Yeah, my favorite. um, This is going to be an interesting conversation. I'm not going to call the name. I actually don't even remember the name of the church. But I was invited to preach one time, and um, when I was in in evangelism, not pastoring, and um, the gentleman come up, and and he didn't know that I was the visiting preacher. I wasn't married at the time. I was 16 and just just driving, um, and uh, I, I pulled in the parking lot and. Um, took somebody's space right off the bat, you know, Son, in the parking lot. and um, But then got in and sat down. And, and as I was sitting there, somebody come up. And you've heard the songs about it. You know, there's, there's a songwriter. He, he's he got a, a song, Don't Sit in My Pew. And it's all comical. <laughs> yeah. But when, you happen, when it happens to you in real life, yep. it puts that, that song in a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And the guy tapped me on the shoulder. And he said, you know, I, I, don't, I don't mean to be rude. Um, but he said, this is my pew. And the Lord's my witness. I am telling you the truth. He said, this is my pew. I said, sir, I said, I don't care a bit to move. And he didn't know that I was the guest preacher. And at the time, he just tapped me on the shoulder. He said, this is my pew. We've been sitting here for years. And um, (laughs) he said, my wife, if you've not noticed, we have, you know, there was a back pillar there or something. On the other side, it wouldn't even on, you know, if, if that had been the case... We got so many people that mark their pews, you know, and, and they do. And, yeah. and so I'm going to leave that alone right now. <laughs> and, uh, but long story short, I was asked to move and I was a preacher. Had I been a visitor, had I been, you know, somebody that had never been in church or, you know, first time visiting that church, looking for a church that would have been, that would have been a turnoff. Um, Absolutely. But it, but he did. He asked me to get up and move. And I did. I, I went closer to the front and you have no problem with seating up front. You know, you always find a seat up front that don't belong to anybody. Hey, can I butt uh, (laughs) in for just a second? Yeah.
0: Uh, A rule of thumb for life. If you start the conversation with, I don't mean to be rude, you're probably being rude. You're probably being rude. So just don't. Yeah. I like that. Sorry. I had to throw that in. Long story short,
1: I moved. And then um, it's just it was just amazing to see the guy's face when I got up to preach, and uh, when the when the pastor called on me to get up because here he had asked the visiting preacher to move, and um, so that's how I began the conversation today. Is you know you want you want church, um, you want to have a welcoming atmosphere, um, and I think there's a lot of things that traditionally churches have done that some people have have fallen into the the place that they grew up in the church, they've mm-hmm. always been a part of that church, and they have become so familiar yeah. with the routine of things that a lot of times it's unintentional. They don't mean it anything is. by it, but they've always sat in the same place. They've always parked in the same place. They've always done the same things that they're going to do Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And so it's more of a a habit or a routine. And First of all, let me just commend you on your faithfulness, if that's you today. That's Um, true, brother. You know, if you're faithful, praise the Lord that you're you're being a blessing to your pastor and your church. But I want you to do something for me, if that's you. If I've just described, just described you that, you you know, you've got your parking space, you've got your pew, you know, all these things are the same consistently, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I want you to the next service at your church to go in as if you've never been there before. Yes, that is the greatest advice. I had a pastor. uh, I was reading, maybe reading a book or audio, listening to an audio book, and he made that comment. He said, "Walk in as if it's your first time." And you've never stepped foot there, and and you're looking at it from a visitor's standpoint because first impressions are lasting impressions. That's right. Part of making a welcoming atmosphere, um, you know, we could talk about a lot of things today, you know, um, the layout, you know, and and I know it's going to be different for for different churches geographically, different locations are different, facilities are different, Um, but part of the welcoming is just be sure that um, you know from the parking lot from the from from the entrance you know make sure they know where the, where to go um, and then follow through all the way through from 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 when you pull onto the property coming into the service um, you know you want things neat you want things clean orderly um, things need to be um, in terms of um, labeled correct you know labeled correctly well um, you know there, there's there's some churches you go in and, and things have not changed and, um, you know, they, they might have a sign up on the door that, you know, was was in use 30 years ago, but now yeah. that's no longer the junior class. That's being used for the teenage class. And you say, well, that's simple. Well... It is simple, and there's a lot of things that you can do that that will help um, with welcoming people in. Make sure they know where they're going, um, and um, I I think it's important to cleanliness. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Uh, Um, Clutter, I can't stand clutter. I can't stand clutter, and uh, we actually <laughs> we had got so many tracks and so many missionary cards on one of our four year tables um, that I, a lady come to me. She said, "You care if we buy another table to set on the other side, just so we can simplify all this?" And I said, "Well, we'll do that, but we're also going to pull something. We're going to, you know, we're just reorganize some things yeah, to sure. where it where it helped." But um, but I, I think I think welcoming church guests starts at as soon as they pull onto the property, yeah, um, know that you know, know that you care enough to number one maintain your property that God has given you. It's yes. His; it belongs to Him. Right. I shouldn't say your property; it's been entrusted to you. We're stewards of what God's given us to uh, given to us, but care enough. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to, to look from the time you pull on the property coming in. And then more importantly, um, you know, you, you can't look beyond those things. If you're neglecting some of those things, they're, they're going to know that up front. Yes. Uh, well, you know, they don't care about updating the sign. You know, mm-hmm. they don't care about uh, weed eating. Something yeah. as simple as that. You know, yeah. I, I was taught very early on that, um, you know, appearance that that's so important and maintaining what God has given us. Uh, but then when they come into the service, uh, to be sure that, um, that somebody's there to, to, to greet them, to encourage them. And you may be in a small church. You know, and you may not have what we would, some churches, you know, they have professional greeters. They have somebody oh, yeah. that, Hey, you're the greeter. Mm-hmm. You're going to stand at the door and you're going to welcome people. You may not have that, that potential right now, but as a pastor, um, you could always be there to, to welcome people when they come in the door. And, um, and, 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 and as time goes on and you grow, uh, you could appoint people to that position of, of welcoming people when they come in, Hey, you know, it's good to have you with us today, and it, it don't have to be something long drawn out. It's right. good to have you with us today. Restrooms are here. You, if you're here for the service, sanctuary is this direction. Um, That's right. You know, even in a small church, you say, "Well, you walk into the sanctuary." We'll just make sure that they, they know, "Hey, we're here for you. If you have any questions, you know, th- I'm the person to, to talk right. to." Um,
0: yeah, even in a small church, though, um, you don't always
1: know. And you don't. This is,
0: this is something that I've got to. Um, I'm working on doing there at at Shining Light, Uh, you walk into the middle of our church and actually to the left is where the sanctuary is. And then Mm -hmm. to the right, there's a hallway where the restrooms are and there's a nursery. But could you wander around and figure it all out pretty quick? Yeah, you could. Um, But um, how nice would it be? This is something I'm working on right now. We've got a kind of a blank wall when you first walk into the church. And and, um, I intend to put a couple signs on there you know, restrooms this way and mm-hmm. sanctuary this way. And then yeah. and then have like a vinyl, uh, um, of our church logo mm-hmm. on that wall that says, welcome to church. We're glad you're here. Yeah. And then actually mean what we say, right. you know, and that's one thing about the church up there. That they're super friendly. We got yeah. some of the friendliest people around and, and, um, and so they make people feel welcome. Uh, but the other thing I, I thought it was interesting uh, when it comes to signage, signage is always important because... Um You know, you may have somebody that's completely backwards or an Mm. introvert. They would rather figure things out themselves because they don't want that personal interaction. But uh, so, I mean, signs help with things like that. So you just try to the idea is to be as accommodating as possible to all different types of people. And um, and uh, I like what you said about cleanliness. Um, Just uh, there's a few things like in our church, we we uh, we repainted the sanctuary not long ago um it just it had scuff marks on the walls yeah. and and so we we wanted to brighten things up so we just went through and put a bright white coat of paint on everything yeah. and um you know how you take care of your church says a lot about what you think yeah. and um i i know you got budgets you got to worry about money um a little bit obviously if you ain't got it you can't spend it but uh-huh. um but the house of god should be as nice as possible. Absolutely. It ought to be, you know, something breaks, let's fix it. And don't put a band-aid over it. Go ahead and get it fixed and make it look good. Um, a lot of times, uh, you know, uh, the temptation to be, well, let's just, let's just get rid of all of that greenery or let's get rid of those bushes. They're just a pain anyways. We have to take care of them. But then you leave everything looking barren, yeah. you know? And, and so what do people think when they when they come in, um, you mentioned weed eating. That's that. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. You know, uh, how you take care of things, how good, How how's the lawn work? Uh, right. What's everything look like? If it's a uh, nice place, is it clean? How does it smell? Think, think
1: of all yeah. the public places you go, the bank, yeah. grocery mm-hmm. store. Um, you know, if you go downtown, mm-hmm. look at how things are maintained. Um, right. And one of the first things, whether you're going out to eat or you're going shopping, I mean, when you're out in public, and it may be where I've done a little bit of construction work, but I notice when there's neglect.
0: That's and right. And one of
1: the things that yeah. can turn people off very quickly is that of neglect. Well, if they don't care enough about, you know, the facilities, then, you know, yeah. are they really concerned about what God's doing in this, in this That's ministry, right. in this work, but beyond the physical, uh, I think it's more important uh, to deal with the spiritual and the atmosphere of the church Absolutely. and, um, I want to say right off the top order order is so important Mm -hmm. um you know know where you're going in a service um you know uh I think starting on time and I know there'd be a lot of discussion on this start on time Um, yes sir start on time um when you've got a visitor that's that's Taking time out of their day to come and join your service. No greater joy in a pastor's heart than to see a visitor walk through the door, um, yep. but start on time. Yep. Um, you know we have a bell there at the church. We still ring a bell, oh, and that's cool. um, and our our deacon brother Jerry, he's on top of it. Right, I mean he's got a watch, uh-huh. and it, well, as soon as it as soon as it's time, the bell rings. As soon as the bell rings, the song leader knows, hey, it's time us all stand. We're turning to page. It don't matter if the ladies' prayer room has not let out,
0: (laughs) you know, Uh,
1: we're starting, we're starting. And, um, and I appreciate that, you know, that we do that. But I think that is important because if you've handed out tracks, if you've handed out things that have your service time on them, they've come at a specific time and, you know, you've got some people, I don't know if you've had this happen, um, in, in your ministry but Jonathan, but I know some people that are backwards and and don't want to encounter people, um, to the same level that someone else makes. So they might come just a few minutes later yeah. to slip in the service. And if you've not started on time here, you know, I'm not saying and it's you're... right on their part for slipping in late, right. but that was their intention. Hey, if I go five minutes later, service has already started. I can slip in see what's going on here um, right. and and not have to be, let my first visit in count, but they get there and something's, you know, come up and we're starting it. Eleven ten today instead of you know eleven o'clock and well what's going on you know we're supposed That's to start right. at eleven so I, I think time you know starting on time is important and then just the atmosphere of the service you're you're there to worship God and um, you know no we we don't make. Um, you know, we got so many that are seeker sensitive today, mm-hmm. and uh, in in the atmosphere of the church, I think a church should be well lit. <laughs> and yes, uh, I think I think mm-hmm. your lighting, I think you should be well lit. Um, and just the just the the level though, from when they drive on the property, all that physical, but but the spiritual is so important. Be prayed up, be ready to have church, and um, and and when we go back to, and I let Brother Jonathan jump in here. Um, you know, your people play a, a vital. A role in making uh, making people feel welcome. You sure. can have a pastor that is adamant about going out visiting, bringing people in, um, and and him be a outgoing person, or even a you know he, maybe not necessarily outgoing, but desires to do the ministry that God's called him to do, and he's excited about visitors. But have a congregation that is members only. Yeah, if I could say it that way. Yep. Um, You know and 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 not really um, when it comes to visitors. Outspoken or or going to them and welcoming them. And I'm going to say I I thank God for the church that I pastor because they are very welcoming. Uh, Most of the time, if a visitor comes through the door, not only are they going to encounter somebody at the door, opening the door for them, greeting them, uh, but they're also going to encounter probably five to ten people um, Mm -hmm. on a Sunday morning that is going to go over to them and fellowship with them before the service ever begins.
0: That's right. That's and that brings me. I just I just ran across this. I'm um, <clears throat> looking at a website uh, churchleadership.com. Fifty ways to welcome new people in your church. Oh wow! And uh, under their section on make a good first impression, which you have already talked about, but I thought this was interesting. It says please understand that forty percent of visitors make up their mind about a church before they even see the pastor, according to Barna Research. Within two minutes of the beginning of a service, visitors have formed an opinion about whether the congregation is... Friendly, yeah. and um, I think that continues on to what you were talking about just a second ago. Um, you may have the most outgoing pastor in the world. You may yeah. have the friendliest pastor in the pastor. But if the pastor's the only one right. that wants they're visitors gonna there, it. they're, they're going to know it. They're going to know it. And um, that congregation has a responsibility to yeah. make those people feel welcome just as much as the pastor does. Absolutely. And um, and so they make a lot of really good points, but. Uh, um, a lot of different strategies and uh I'm gonna tell you something and I know this may be controversial but I'll go ahead and throw it in. I don't ask women that come in with pants on to leave my service. Right. There's a lot of church I've I've heard a lot of places do that. No, no. No. Here's what I think. Here's what I think and and I'm not even gonna talk like go into details on how wrong I think that is, but uh um but no matter what you think, um, I, I talk, you know, we, you have people that come in all different. I, I told one lady one time, I said, as long as you're modest, I'm okay. You know, um, I, I was visiting her and mm-hmm. she said, well, I don't have a dress, you right. know? And I said, okay. I said, please come. She said, well, I've had people tell me that they, I can't come back. I was like, please, I want you there. Yeah. I said, come to church. I said, as long as you're modest. I said, if you if you show up immodest, I said, we'll we'll have something to talk about. But I yeah. said, please understand that I want you there. Right. And um and so um you run into people like that, and they've been around here long enough; they know. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, don't don't let well, that keep you out of our church. Between members you know. And visitors too, there is a and, distinction and I there. Tell people <clears throat> that all the time. And uh, there is a distinction there. I like. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, I, I've preached before that we're, we've been guilty of trying to clean people up before they, before God gets a hold of them. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I like, I like it. I saw a church sign one time that said, um, you know, come as you are, um, Jesus will change you inside, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I like that. I, you know, I like yeah. that. And, um, so anyways, uh, you gotta be welcoming to people. You do. And, um, I, now I have had, I had a guy come in church one night, and, um, man, he got all of our people up on high alert and, uh, and rightfully so he came in, he was very, uh, very strange behavior. Um, he came in, I had never seen him before. He had a backpack on and yeah, that makes everybody nervous nowadays, you know? And, um, and I noticed that people were not quite as, you know, quick to go up to him as, as most. And, yeah. and so I went on over there and I, I talked to him and, and, and uh, introduced myself and told him who I was. And it was really interesting. I mean, he just like barged in and just ran to a pew and sat down and got his back out and started. I thought, what? Well, you know, I mean, in that moment, honestly, and I'm just saying this to say it, I guess it goes in with, you know, even though our first instinct may be, hey, that's a threat. There's yeah. something not right about that. We still have to remember it's a visitor in the church. Right. And... So I went ahead and went up to him, and in my own way, I figured out what was what the bag was all about and yeah. what was in it, you know, and 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 I was nice about it, and that guy, I didn't alienate that dude, right? You know, I didn't make him feel like he was unwelcome. I yeah. didn't make him. I did not, to the best of my ability. I mean, inside, yes, I'm on high alert. I'm watching him like a hawk. wire you know, what's your what's your goal here? And uh, after I talked to him about three minutes. I felt a whole lot better about it because you know what? Not everybody's like me.
1: And speaking of follow-up, we like, may have to follow up an episode with church security. Yeah, church, church security. security. We'll let Brother Jonathan Barker in. That yeah, one. Yeah, and,
0: he's, uh, yeah.
1: But yeah, that, that's absolutely true. And and I tell our people there's a distinction between visitors and members, too. There's an expectation we yeah. have of members. But yeah. um, if you're going to be a welcoming church and you're going to go out in your community and you're going to invite people, um, you've got to be open for, for people coming all as kinds. they are. Yeah, all um, you dress, know, the bus all ministry, I've heard many pastors talk about that, you know, if, if you're not, if you're not willing to, um, clean up some stains in your carpet or have chewing gum, you know, on a yeah. chair, um, you know, then you don't need to be an outreach, That's uh, exactly but right. if we're going to do the ministry that God's called us to do, you're going to have people from all walks of life that come in and, um, you know, it's important. It's important that your people make them welcome. And I want to, I want to speak to one thing that, that actually brother Barker helped me with, um, And that is um, the, and I think this will tie us into the follow-up with visitors, um, how you go about um, getting the information you need um, from those first-time visitors um, Mm -hmm. without intimidating them. Um, You know, you want them to come back. You want them to feel welcome. You want them to return. And, um, you know, years ago, and things changed. They're just constantly, technology, for instance, is just, every day, um, it's just amazing how fast Things are changing, and, um, yep. you know, growing up, I remember the little visitor cards that uh, a lot of times uh, we would just ask people, hey, are you visiting with us for the first time? They'd raise their hand, go back, give them a visitor card, they'd fill it out, put it in an offering plate. And um, and now um, I know here at Amazing Grace they have their uh, visitor cards in the back of the chairs, um, and it's just they just make a note of it. Hey, there's a there's a card in the back of uh, of the chair there, and if you're visiting with us for the first time, take that. There's a QR code on it. You can scan it, fill it out, complete that information, and mm-hmm. it's just amazing the distinction without having to have someone because. If you're visiting for the first time, and and, and especially I, I would say more in larger churches than small, I don't know, small churches can be intimidating sometimes. They can. And um, mm-hmm. although you got fewer eyes, you just I guess you're closer. I, I, I don't know. But um, well, fewer people, I guess. As, a, those...
0: as an, an introverted person, you can go into a large church and not yeah. be seen exactly. a lot of times. And that's exactly. the goal of a lot of people. That's the goal of a lot of people today. They want to go to church. They don't really want to be...
1: You know. But if you ask them to raise their hand, then you've just singled them out. Oh, you! Um, you and so I think if them. if you're a pastor listening to this today, I know one thing that helped me, and I credit brother brother Jonathan Barker with this information is is have a process that you can get that first time visitor information uh, without asking them to raise their hand. Whether mm-hmm. that is um, you know a card with with the with the QR code on the back with a video welcoming them, and 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 then for them to fill out. Um, the same thing they would on paper, just on, on, um, on an online form um, mm-hmm. to do that versus asking them to raise their hand and going back to them um, I think I think is a is a big uh, distinction and and, and helpful um, if you can have a process and I, I think I think I was talking to him the other day and he even mentioned how sometimes they'll hand those out like if, if they've noticed a person um, you know visiting with them and maybe they didn't grab it out of the chair then they they greet them on the way out and they give them one of those and then mm-hmm. um, that QR code takes them to a video about the church Um, And you may not have the technology to do that in a a simpler way. Uh, If you're in a smaller church and you say, preacher, I don't have the means, I don't have the capabilities, the technology, QR codes, what is a QR code? Um, You know, you may not be set up for all of that. Uh, One of the things that I've always tried to do, even with technology and having these things available, is when somebody walks through the doors of those church before they leave, even if I don't get an opportunity to greet them beforehand uh, after, after the service, always make sure I get the names of those individuals Yes, sir. Um, and I'll, I'll keep it long enough in my mind to write it down. You mm-hmm. know, I, I don't stand there in front. I'm okay. What's your name? Write it down. What's your name? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to come across as that's the only visitors you've had in yep. five years, even if it is, that's even right. if it is be welcoming. Learn their name, and then what I do is, is is when they give me their name, I'll go somewhere uh, where they can't see me and 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 i'll mm-hmm. I'll make a note of that hey uh john Sue billy and and Bob, what names? <laughs> <laughs> they visited with us, and it's I'll write, I'll write the date down, yeah, uh, whether it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and then the next time they come i'll I'll have their names That's right um, yeah. you know not all the time does it work out that simple, but um, it's amazing. If someone visits with you the first time and you learn their name, Mm -hmm. what that does upon their return, uh, when you're able to look them in the eye, shake their hand, hey... uh, I done forgot the names I used, Sue, Billy. Billy and Sue, Bob and, Bob. Yeah. and uh, I forgot the dad's name. See?
0: Bill I didn't write it down. Bill. Was it Bill? And
1: uh, but doing that, knowing their name and and um and then from there the follow up, um if you've learned their names, the follow up is is simplified um for you. It, and especially if you do a visitor card because you're gonna have an address, you're gonna have a number. I've mm-hmm. noticed people quit ha, have have um, they 've moved away from giving their address so much, yeah. and they 've moved into giving an email yeah. um, and I always try, this is me personally I said I know you 've talked about a little bit of struggle with follow up me personally, I try to do one of three things um, is within the within the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, of them visiting and say they visit with us on a sunday i 'm um, either going to if they 've left an email. Uh, I'm going to email them. Yeah. Um, if they've left me a number, then I'll shoot them a text. If I have an address, I'll, I'll send them a little letter, a little card, uh, just thanking them for being a part of our service. Mm-hmm. Um, if they re- continue to return, if they return, f- you know, f- from that, um, then I, I'll change follow up a little bit and try to set up a, a time that we can get together and maybe just discuss. Their background, or are you, are you looking for a church, and, and want to know if they're saved, and, mm-hmm. and what's going on, what, what caused you to visit our church, and why are you here? You know, yeah. we want you here, um, but I'm just um, wondering, we're just how can wondering, we, you know, know how, can how can we minister how can we, better? How can we minister mm-hmm. to you and, and, and assist yeah. you? So,
0: yeah, so all things, and, and that's the um, that's the thing. Being a um, uh, being sort of an introverted person, I'm the guy that don't want to give out info. Yeah. So I use that perspective because a lot of people are like that and people are getting like that. Uh, It's just like when you go buy something at the store, you know, they're always wanting your email or they're wanting a telephone number. And it's like, why? So you can sell my info, you know, because that's what most of them are doing. And uh, so a lot of people have gotten really, you know, they're standoffish about all of that. So we have to figure out more personable ways, you know, and I, I like what you mentioned there about the names. A lot of these strategies you can learn from business cut yeah, uh, basic customer service and business I was just thinking business.
1: we probably committed a sin. we went this whole episode and we didn't even talk about visitor packets <laughs> <laughs> you know you do a visitor packet little baggy with with some yeah, a church pen we do that you know, yeah that's we a put good, a pen a little notepad too. in there yeah, yeah, there's absolutely. a
0: letter in there from me as the pastor with yeah. my contact info that just lets them know hey if you want to reach out to me i try to put i try to put more things in their hands yeah to mm-hmm. And that's just a personal thing in my experience. People like, I mean, you can take this however you want. People like to be in control. of it they don't want you coming a lot of times this is my experience now not everybody's the same and depending on where you are it's going to be different what part of the location absolutely yeah what part of the state you're in what part of the nation you're in i mean it's just different and so uh, this we're in western north carolina so that's where we're that's the perspective uh, that we're coming from but um you know people like to be in charge of that if they give me their address they want to know that it's not because i'm trying to pull it out of them that they they give me that because they trust me yeah and uh so i try to be real i try to put more things into their hands that way they can come back to me at at, the level they want to at at what they want to that doesn't always work um it works with different people but that's how we do it so our visitor bag it's got that um got a letter in there from me with all my contact info and it's got a little pin and then we put a um uh, some sort of little devotional book Sometimes I put um, You know You're probably familiar with this That little book called Done That uh, I think uh, Carrie Schmidt wrote uh, Awesome little book um, For you know, explaining Christianity and the true gospel. So I try to get that with them. Even if if they come one time, you know, every visitor gets a free gift. Gospel, you know, yeah. and uh, they'll yeah. get a, something that'll help them. You know, but um, yeah, there's all sorts of ways to make people feel welcome. But one way definitely to ruin it is ask them to get out of your seat.
1: Yeah, stand up.
0: <laughs> Never do that. Show
1: your hand. I'll say this too. <laughs> um, you know, you may be listen. You may be a pastor. You may be part of a church that. Um, You know, some of the things we've talked about said, Well we we don't have the resources. I I would say just be sincere. Just be genuine. People know when you're when you're real or not. That's um, right. Just be real, and um, you know you may not have all the the, the technology. You may, you may not you know visitor cards. Gullion still sells visitor cards. They do. I do. Mean, there's mm-hmm. ways to implement this, and um, and if
0: you want to get all high tech with a QR code card and all that, reach out to us. We can yeah. help you with that. We got resources for stuff like that. I can help you figure out some stuff, and and uh, if not, we can point you in the right direction. I, I
1: think the main thing is just uh, there and my, my closing remarks is just be, be sincere, uh, be genuine. And if you see that you don't have an atmosphere of, of, of welcoming people in, uh, then work towards changing that.
0: That's right. Do something yeah. about it. Well, good deal. That's, uh, that's it for today. We hope it's a blessing to everybody. Hope you get some help out of it. As always, uh, if you haven't already, give us that five-star review, uh, especially if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us. And uh, we sure do appreciate you listening to us uh, today on What Now? Conversations for Life. God bless you.